Blog Talk Radio. Give him something to think about. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta wait. Is it gonna happen? Yeah, it's happening. What are the, they got my picture on the screen again. Well, why wouldn't they? Oh, there you are. What are, are we video now? Like they're not, who's looking at I have no idea. I don't. I want it to go away. I mean, people are looking in the studio right now on Facebook Live. You found us live at the Sports Attic. We're recording this here episode Monday, May twentieth. It's seven o'clock. You know where your children are? I have none. It's dark outside. Do you know where your children are? Like they really had to play that as a public safety announcement because kids were starting to disappear. It had never really happened before. No, they were walking away. <laughs> Thanks for listening on Block Talk Radio. Those of you catching us on the podcast after the fact, we appreciate you as well. Of course, you can find us anywhere that you grab podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes. If you look for it, you got it. We there got you, go. you. Absolutely. Hello, I am Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the Third, the great voice of podcast radio since its uh, incarnation when I used to uh, host uh, the Malice show on uh, this very network, I believe. You did that on Blog Talk. Yeah, I believe that. You had a Blog Talk show before? I had a fantasy uh, wrestling program. We would do, uh, after after the events went live in fantasy wrestling, I would host a live show afterwards and run down the results. wonderful. It was one of the first. uh, I wish you could have done, like, commentating, too. I had one of the most uh, popular blog talk uh, shows in its inception. Did you? Yeah, I was a very... 10 to 20 listeners. People, No, no, no. We were talking hundreds. People liked uh, my craziness. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was a little more uh, foul and a little more... Where were you? In in a character. I was playing a character. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Where where, where here you just get the boring-ass me. And uh, And your partner. My, My name's Clark Lawrence. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, there's another guy. That's the other voice you're hearing. That's Clark Lawrenson. He was um he was a star of uh of uh the uh, comedy accident uh, jumping the shark poster. This is true. Um he he was in um uh well he's on T V, uh with the, the Bears pregame. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, I was as well, so I don't know if you count that. And then um Let's see. You you were uh, the star of Kirkland, Illinois' KJ Community. Karaoke yeah. jock, for those not as informed. Uh-huh, yeah. That's well, all very true. How are you feeling today? You feel you feel like a fresh start with a new mayor in office? I feel pretty good. Uh, inaugurations are great. They welcome people in, but man, I the WWE Hall of Fame feels shorter than an inauguration. Does you watch it? They need to do a better presentation for them. Those things, like they're 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 great and stuff, but they should take notes from Vince from WWE. How do you put on a production? How do you put on a performance? You know what I mean? I hear you. So you know, it was just long and drawn out. The news didn't know when to cut in and cut out. Get this shit together, guys. It's 2019. You can get better at covering inaugurations. 
You know, a lot was said uh, during the inauguration. You know, she she uh, uh, looked at the uh, aldermen, kind of like, hey, I'm here now. We're she said, what's no up? more BS. She signed something. And she's a very serious she woman. Said, no BS here. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Uh, my issue uh, with her, because, you know, there's always one thing I, I'll, I'll end up fixating on. Holy cow, the train just came by. <laughs> I just I just got a funny text I can't repeat. Um, <laughs> That's great for life. Brent checking in, of all people. Oh, boy. So, so um, you know, there's one thing I always focus on, probably a little too much. But I'm going through the Twitter this morning, and I read uh, Marianne Ahern. Proud graduate of uh, the great uh, Pelotine High School, where oh, I also yeah. am, uh, okay. you know, class of '98. Uh, you did, know, basically. Did she come and speak while you were there in high school? No, I didn't. No? There was a plaque on the wall. That's the only reason I know. Okay. Uh, she, um, well, Pelotine High School is just the, the home of wonderful broadcasters, really. We okay. give it down to it. Chicago media icons. <laughs> so. Al Larcher and Carol Ahorn? <laughs> Ahorn. Ahorn. Not Ahorn. Yeah, sure. How come I can't see the Facebook Live thing? On uh, It's not coming up here. I don't know, Al. Oh, there it is. I got it. Never mind. Put your phone down. We oh, got this. boy. So I'm going through the Twitter this morning, and uh, you know why I have to go to Facebook Live? Why? Because I can't see the board from here with all the topics on it. Oh, so you need to see it So I there. need to see it from there of uh, some of the subjects. Yep, sure. Um, Absolutely. I don't, can you read it? Yeah, I'll have to blow it up a little. I, I, I got to do a little bit of a better job next time there. Well, I don't know if I want to incriminate myself with the uh, the first issue. Why? Because I, I would be incriminating myself. Oh, this is true. So I see this morning that this Lightfoot, this new mayor of ours, this this uh, she was an elected official. Her her she had the furniture. All the furniture gets moved out. Because you know, Rom was a lot taller than her. She's a, she's not a much. dwarf stature. He's like five six, right? Didn't he, we look this up last night? No, I don't think we did. We never looked it. How tall? Uh, how tall is Rahm Emanuel? He's probably at least six inch taller than that, right? Yeah. Well, he, anyways, there was this uh, there was this movement. I think he's our height. Yeah, I would guess that. That's what I would think. So there was there was a moving that happened. You know, they get all his junk out of there. They they scrape the the posters off the walls and uh, they didn't do that over the weekend. Well, they they may have, but the point is, <laughs> the point is that the movers that she hired to bring her stuff in and out, uh, all women. Oh, all women movers. Okay. Yep. Which to me felt a little like, how does this happen? That, like, there's two ways. And one way I'm fine with. The other way I'm a little like, okay, that's a little too political. Right. You know, the the, the one way that's too political is the fu- more fun route where it's like she, she's like, okay, we got to do something. We need to make a statement. We need to we need to tell people who we are. Um, find me six of the best female movers in the city of Chicago. Because do you think there's like a company that's all female movers? There might be. There might be that company that's out there, but I, I doubt it. Like there's the uh, there's the moving company like two hunks in a truck or something. It was like from a college right. Camp those are guys. Two college guys. They got like, the CBS News was all over them recently. Definitely guys. Oh, Brad Edwards special reports over there. Oh, what was his reports on? We on have discovered that two guys in furniture moving company have been dumping furniture under a viaduct in oh, Chicago. That's great. That's yeah, amazing. they got him to clean it up and apologize. 
Of course, absolutely, they should. That's a nice. That's a nice article. I caught WGN was doing an investigative series on 16-inch softball, and they're like, and the dangers of 16-inch softball. We'll discuss those tonight. And you know what it was? It was jammed fingers. I was like, no shit. <laughs> You're playing 16-inch softball. There's no gloves. Jammed fingers are gonna happen. All right, here we go. I'm looking on Facebook right now for an all-female moving company. They have uh, college H U N K S hunks. Yep. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, I wouldn't hire them. College hunks, the professional moving specialist, woolly movers, two men in a truck, two girls packing. Oh, maybe. Okay. Maybe what is this here? Is that who she hired? I I don't know. I see the other the, the other thing that makes sense that I would not be offended with at all is if like a, an all female business in Chicago that was a moving company called her and like hey. We're all females, you know. I think this would be a wonderful statement. Right, that'd and be she's great. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah. But like, if if they went out and they had to find female, because I don't think that there's a giant pool of female movers. Sure. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's very labor intensive. You know, I, I I women can do anything. You know, doctors, presidents, lesbian mayors of Chicago. Yeah. It everything. doesn't matter anymore. So I'm not I'm not saying women can't be movers or anything like that but it's labor intensive and generally you would think it's more of a a dude's job a young well, college how student. much are you moving into the mayor's office I those mean, desks I'm are guessing, heavy clark but those I'm guessing, are i'm guessing the desk is already there turn of century no these are that's what the movers do who do, who do you think put the desks there well you, you just get more people there obviously yeah, all you, women. Call, you call your whole company comes in that day Am I right? But like, would a company like have that many women employed in. to do this? If, if that, if you saw, if you found an all-female, well, I'm, thing here, I'm looking at they, they most definitely would. Two girls packing is dedicated to changing the way you feel about moving. Professional, compassionate women who are eager to provide you a more comfortable experience. See, there's only, there's only, it sounds like there's two women, and they're from the suburbs. Okay, I, I don't know, man. And something tells me they have – like they do – they come in and they do the consulting and then dudes actually do the lifting. That's my guess. Oh, that's probably – yeah. There's a decent chance. But I, if she I'm got just saying, I don't think that they had uh, an overwhelming amount of stuff. Michael, if something can be heavy to bring in there, you bring it up the, the back elevator. Michael know? Meyer says hi to you. You bring it in on a thing. Hey. Listening that's tonight. Great. On the Facebook live feed. By better, the way, better, better to say hi to me. See a lot of people, my, my fans out there. Yeah, the Clark bars. The Clark bars. Yeah. The alcoholics are uh, day drinking. <laughs> well, yeah. Seven a.m. Seven p.m. They're passing out. They're they're not jumping. It's regular drinking right. time right now. Uh, the number to call in seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. If you know Powers? the answer to this, and yes, and we are getting to sports and we are getting to wrestling coming up here. This is just it's been bugging me the all day. Be, I still say need to be better at putting on inaugurations in general. They need to be a little better. They they tend to drag on. They need to be written a little bit better, perhaps, and then we'll be good. Yeah. I'm thinking about if I move from here, all female uh-huh. movers. Yeah. I'd probably have to advertise on uh, uh, Craigslist. I don't know if you can ask for all female movers. Why? Isn't that creepy? Well, like, could I? Maybe, like, with the family. If the mayor of Chicago can do it, then by God, a citizen should be able. I'm saying if I'm a single guy, I don't know. I wouldn't order it. I would not. Well, uh, that's my plan. I want to spread the... um, You've been inspired by the mayor. I've been inspired by the mayor. Lightfoot has already changed the light in my house. Absolutely. It's like a light in the attic, Clark. 
when when do the light uh what do you call that an analogy when do when do the the use of the word light when does that go away or does that stay we your whole, analogy, but yeah. you know like let the light shine on yeah, like yeah. whatever they they're using like light this place up i don't know right or a little like, slogan sure it's great and all for a campaign but you don't need it during the mayoral ship heaven let your light shine down is it a mayoral ship it is uh yeah mayoral ship would work um, Michael brought up a great point, Al. Who, Darvish? Yeah. You, Darvish, tonight versus Jake Arietta. Arietta. Of the Philadelphia Phillies coming into town his first time facing him there. And what's interesting there is Jake Arietta usually steps up to a challenge, performs very well in high-pressure situations. And I would call this, when you go back to the place that you once did great, like if you were back over at US 99, you'd want to let them know, hey, I'm better than I ever was. Sure. Something like that. Uh, and then I could see that. And then you got you, Darvish. And I've I've been behind you the whole way. I still am. I you just got it. Feed. I don't know about that fence that he has going on up in Evanston. They're not happy about it. But, yeah, there's something with his house and a fence going on. But I want him to succeed. He had a great outing the last time, 11 strikeouts, no walks in his last outing. We'll see. I, I have faith that he can get it done. I'm also somewhat concerned. What do you guys think? Let us know. Leave a comment on Facebook Live. Give us a call. 760-454-8834. Anything you want to talk about? Oh, i got to change that. I wrote it wrong on the thing. What? 454-8834. Uh, you wrote it right. Oh, 760. You got five. I see. All right. This is a all right. There's a if you're watching on Facebook Live, Clark is now going to be sticking his hand into the frame. Oh, I'm I'm delayed. I see nothing. Oh, there there you are. You just showed up. I see a little finger uh, rubbing, rubbing away there. Yeah, thumbs up. And uh, let's see. We get a. It goes from a five to a seven. Very nice. Uh oh. Nope. Nope. There's an erase there. Taking the subject off the board. Because we spent so much time on the mayor's uh, moving, ladies. Yeah, I, I got to figure out how to do that. Get get. I mean, I think I'm going to do all female. I'm only going to do female Uber drivers from now on, too. Yeah, I'm going to can- can- I'll cancel anytime it's a dude. I'm going to support women working in the workforce. There's already men taking all these jobs. You know, they get paid higher. And uh, I, I, the, the, the diversity is, and I get I get a lot of women Uber drivers. My daughter, a lot of women driving, and, and all the women out there, and my wife, they all thank you. Everyone. I know they they should. My God, I am a activist. So, what do you think about the Cubs' chances tonight, Al? I think they're pretty good. I think the Cubs, uh, you know, this is their year. Um, they, they're on a hot streak, and. Uh, now you know you get the U. The U's got to get it together, though. You know he's got it. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. Uh, they their pitching really got a lot better after the first week or so of the season. Seems like uh, things are moving in the right direction. We'll see what happens. Bryce Harper is also a story. He's coming in. Uh, of course, he was the big high free agent. Alley signed a 13-year contract, unheard of, and uh, with the Phillies. And it's Jake Arrieta's first time back. I'm excited. Oh yeah, seven six zero. Oh, 
What? what? I don't know what is happening. Malicious site. We're getting, we're getting jacked. We're getting hijacked. Oh, the Jesus. show is. I feel like uh, the Russians might be taking over. I heard rumors that uh, Alan Robinson worked out with Mitch Trubisky this off season a little bit. Very good. I like. I always like hearing that, and never. Cutler, Cutler always did it. Never yeah, seemed to. Never seemed matter. to help anything. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> they did it like on a beach. I'm pretty sure they threw the football around and drank. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't leave the Willie Nelson uh, cover of the Rolling Stone uh, in the shot. I didn't see. Oh, did I just move it over? Like, oh, it, oh you no, it's right did. here. You probably did. Just, Is that it? No. No, that's the, that's the multicultural cover of the Rolling Stones. You know, you're allowed to consult pre-show. I, well, I, I thought of it before you came, and then I put it there for a reason, and I didn't say anything. So yes, I will take blame on this. This one point, I will take full and utter. Please, Clark. Yeah, again, now he's going with the – he's getting it and not need it, not need it. You just – you got to put it angled towards the Stark-ass hat. There, perfect. Very good. Nope. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a delay. It was a delay on the feed, so you were walking away as you were setting it, and I thought you were just leaving. Uh, I'm sure this is very compelling, especially to the uh, blog talk listeners listening on delay who aren't watching the video and have no idea what's going on. But that's what we do. We we just kind of, uh, you know, make stuff up till it happens. Yeah, it would help if you if you talk. We're up to uh, two viewers right now. Since you and one of them's you. Since you added the uh, the the thing in there, it's uh, we're up to two now. So it's very very good. Why, uh, why is there a lot of fog around really on this? It's about wheat. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, the cover says weed on it. There's just a my address sticker over it. Weed weed is going to be legal in January or so. How about that? There's a about decent time. chance. Recreational here in the state of Illinois. Powers back to the states, right, Al? Right. Smaller government. You know it. You're speaking my language, Clark. There we go. Understand it. Boom. Boom. I'm speaking that language. Hey, why don't we let's just talk a little bit about the pay per view that we watched last night, the the Money in the Bank? The Money in the Bank event and the Money in the Bank matches. Let me, there was a big, big surprise that has everybody talking today. Let, let me just say this. Uh, Danilo, Anfayo, Jason Ayers, Sean Bennett, D.A. Brewer, Mike Chioda, John Cohn, Derek Moore, Drake Wirtz, and Rob Zapta. Should all be ashamed of themselves. Who are these? Folks? That was the officials of the uh, night's events. Those were your referees. Oh, referees were pretty terrible. A bad night know. for the refs. As a matter of fact, one of the blown spots they say might not might not have been intended. Like the Samo the Samo Joe match, we we missed the, because you had to show me your fake car. Oh um, yeah, no, somebody got hurt. Ray got hurt, right? I no, Joe. Joe busted his nose. Yeah, he had the busted nose. And I think the referee like just he counted with the shoulder clearly up and. Yeah, that guy's gonna get in trouble if that's if that wasn't planned. But the cover poster for Money in the Bank was Becky Lynch sitting on a throne with her two titles. Yeah, which if you watched uh, Twenty Four on her that aired afterwards, Al, you would see that she was she was big on some things like get, kind of being thrown in the wayside. Like when Ronda showed up, it was Ronda Charlotte, you know, yeah. and she was kind of left out, and she was feeling that way with with posters and things like that. Like not 
too pissed off, but just like, hey, I'm the fucking man, and that's part of what drove her to come back and be the man. Hey, Clark, if you look at the poster, if you'll notice in the bottom corner, mm-hmm. there's a glass of water. Oh. Yeah. No. I made a mistake there. No. I mean, and that's that's understandable because they only make, like, what, one poster a month? But when you have six seasons of a TV show and how many episodes, like, how do you let that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So two weeks ago, Game of Thrones had a coffee cup. Right. And then uh, in the finale, there's a uh, there's a water bottle. They didn't have plastic yet. I'm so glad those things happened because then I could kind of stay away from the real spoilers just in case I want to watch that show sometime. Yeah, that is a dilemma. And we talked about this yesterday while watching Money in the Bank because – the Game of Thrones finale was on. Right. Uh, you and I, we, we don't watch the program. That's correct. And uh, But at the same time, you don't want to be spoiled as to what happened because one day you may watch it and uh, you, you right. don't want to know. I don't want to hear so-and-so got the throne. Right. So-and-so died. I heard Larry won the throne. Larry. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, I guess Larry. there was a character, Leisure Suit Larry, and he went ahead and he uh, ascended to the uh, throne, and then, you know, he got in the chair. I guess the final scene is he gets in the chair, he sits down, Mm -hmm. kicks back, and he's like, this is an uncomfortable chair. I want all the wenches to come in here and move all this garbage out. And then he brought in some comfortable – he had all women come in and bring in comfortable chairs. You know what? I tried watching that show once, twice. Yes. Now I don't have to. Thank you, Al. Yeah, I didn't mean to spoil it for you. (laughs) No, that's great. Perfect. Do you want to go backwards or do you want to go forward in the uh, in the show, or you just want to talk about a couple points? What do you want to do, Clark? This is let's uh, let's start from the start from the beginning. Okay. In a pre-show match, once again, the Usos cannot get on regular uh, pay-per-views. They've been uh, they've been banished by the the new ruler the Larry in the Game of Thrones to the pre-show. <clears throat> in a decent like. The Usos versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan, you know, in a tag match, you would think would make the main show, especially given the fact that the the um, the fifth show on the match was Tony Nese and Avari Dari, which I guess you could make the case you want to start having the lightweight title on the main show to build it up. But come on, there was a there was the Lucha House Party thing. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, that that one I didn't even see it. I don't know what happened. Uh, the Usos won. They beat Daniel Bryan and Rowan. That's yeah, kind of did. surprising. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, and then the uh, the Money in the Bank, right? The women's let off the real show. Yeah, yeah. At this point, uh, your your computer was skipping ahead. Uh, you were starting the barbecue. Uh, it was probably too soon. The babies were crying, and there was a. Uh, uh, the, the kitchen fire. I don't know what was going on. So Lauren we, had to get some work done. And uh, are we recapping our experience watching Money in the Bank tonight? Oh, oh you mean we just want to focus show? on the show? Okay. No, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. If we're gonna talk about it, we should discuss the wings. I mean, the wings turned out pretty good. There yeah, was, you did there some was one minor on issue. I'm learning as I go. I've never grilled wings before. He did. He put lemon on uh, garlic parm wings. No lemon juice. But you know how my, uh, you know how I know my wife loves me. She backed me last night. I yeah, she did. That. She's you, like, I you, like these. You called it out, and then she backed me. She yeah. said it again today. She's like, if you could make some more of those, maybe next time you get some tenders because I don't like bone. Uh huh. 
I was like, yep, we can do that. She don't like bone. She doesn't like bone-in wings. Wow. That's creepy. She, uh... I won't eat the uh, unboned wings. No. I mean, I will. I guess if you put no, they're food basically in front chicken of me. tenders. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're, exactly. Yeah, that, I mean, let's call them what they yeah. are. Wings should have a, a, you got to wrestle tenders, a little which bit. Which I'm them. fine with. I'm fine with calling them tenders. Just don't call them boneless right, they're not wings. wings. They're not wings. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're on the same page. Then. Thank you, Al. Finally. So you had Carmella, Miss Money in the Bank herself. Yeah, I mean, money. Dana Brooke, the mu- the muscle gal who's uh, looking better these days. Uh, she's a little worked on herself. She's an interesting transformation. She would be good on a moving team. Absolutely. A very strong woman. Amber, Amber Moon. Uh, I, Ember. Mandy, Mandy Rose would be good. No? And a moving uh, company. No, she's too small. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I would. She would no, be my you know first what? hire. You know what? No, she'd be the she'd be the endurance, and she'd get all the small stuff back okay. and forth. Okay, right. that's, like, that's a good call. There's a lot of trips back and forth, and she'd still be rocking. Uh, you need somebody to do the small stuff. You had Naomi, who had a. I didn't have her. She she had a different look. She looked like a bee. Yeah, she did. You had Natalia, uh, you know, the famous of the Hart family, and Nikki Cross, the the crazy Scott who replaced crazy girl. Uh, Alexa Bliss, who I don't know if they're afraid that the match, you know, could spur concussions. It's more likely to cause a concussion. Um, Or she's actually had a concussion and she's hurt. If she had a concussion, her career is nearing over. Yeah, I would say. Kind of scary. She tweeted, somebody tweeted that at her and she's like, I'm fine. Don't like, damn, don't don't tell me. Don't at me, bro. Don't tell me what, uh, what's going on. So Carmella got hurt to begin and. I thought she did a fine job because there was a, for a minute I I wondered if it was legit. Yeah, Clark gets worked often. No, I didn't wonder if it was legit. Uh, well, now you don't. And I remember the time you're like, oh, I think, oh no, there's two guys. No, I right? was like, I was like, this is a work, but she's doing a really good job. I said that. All right, I do, yeah, I do yeah. remember a similar comment. And then Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Well. Sonya Deville comes in and helps her best friend Mandy Rose. Oh, that's right. Lifts her up. Lifts, carries her up the ladder. Then out of nowhere, Bailey comes in, knocks no, them both down. But who's on the other side first? Was it was Bailey the first? Yeah. Okay. She did. She ran up the other side of the ladder. You know that's kind of a scary spot when you think about it. Yeah, it is. Thinking there's no there was no counterweight on no, that ladder. No. When two on the one side, one on the when other. When a woman was carrying another woman up the ladder. Yeah. Oh wow, that's balance. Yeah. Bailey ends up jumping in, knocking him off, and she wins Money in the Bank, which is important for later in the show. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a quick match. I missed completely. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Samoa Joe. Yes, he did. And uh, that was for the a singles match for the uh, WWE United States Championship. Joe's How shoulders were match? clearly up. One minute and 40 seconds. Whew. Joe busted his nose in the process. It looked pretty bad. And uh, maybe that's why they made it a quick finish. I don't know. It just it, it was very awkward. Do you think Joe was originally supposed to hold on to the title? I don't think so. I don't think they would. Those kind of mistakes are seldom made. Uh-huh. Like a referee would call a match at that point. Just be like, uh-huh. can't continue. Um, so, yeah, Ray, Ray wins the title. Then uh, Joe uh, beats the hell out of Ray Mysterio in front of his son. Uh-huh. Building up this uh, this tension, and you know the the son's a lot bigger than Ray, a lot bigger. 
Yes, he he's is. A, he's a full-grown man where Ray's always, of course, he's known as one of the best uh, lightweights of all time. Right, maybe, right, right. maybe the best. Yep. Definitely the, the most famous and successful. And there's a rumor going around in, that he may be losing his mask to his son, which would be a great story. I, I yep, dig that. That'd be cool. Shane McMahon, I'm sorry, please. The best in the world, the Shane McMahon, the most wonderful, defeated The Miz when his shirt fell off and he uh, fell out of the cage. 13 yep. minutes, 10 seconds. Yep. Tony Nese defeated Ari Davari. Uh, Tony Nese was the champion going in. It was for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Match went nine minutes, 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad display given the fact New Japan has uh, the super, the best of the Super Juniors tournament going on, which is, uh, uh, what do you call it, a round-robin tournament. Okay. Uh, two blocks, 20 competitors, and uh, that's going on for a couple weeks in Japan right now. And it's the, it's the best lightweights, good collection. They got Ring of Honor. They have guys representing Ring of Honor, CMLL out of Mexico, uh, independents, and, of course, their guys. Uh, and then guys within their fractions, like LIJ's got a, a guy going, and uh, the Bullet Club have their guys. And, All right, okay. So, yeah, that so cool. it's a cool tournament going on in Japan right now. It's just straight-up mm-hmm. wrestling. And it's if you like lightweight wrestling, get it. It's 9 bucks a month, and you, get, you basically get a pay-per-view every month or some kind of tour. It's fun. There's English commentary. But enough about that. Those guys, these two guys put on a decent match. Finally, we get to one of the good matches, one of the matches that sold the pay-per-view. Uh, Becky Lynch steps in the ring against Lacey Evans, and uh, it is for the WWE Raw's Women's Championship, and that's important because Becky Two Belts has two belts. Yeah, she's double champ. Two championships. And there's two, there's two women championships. By the way, they also announced that Mick Foley is uh, – but there's Unveiling a new, a there's new, title, a new tonight. title tonight. Do you, do you have any guess? A secondary women's belt. Yeah. Um, a legends belt. Yeah, for the senior tour. A wild card belt. Okay. TV championship. Yeah. Which that'd be like the maybe the wild card too. Yeah. Because those three guys can go back and forth. It has to be defended every week on right. both shows or something like that. Uh, yeah. What? I, I mean, everybody's talking hardcore, but I just I can't see it. I don't see a hardcore title in this uh, this age of sanity. But it's Mick Foley, so of course everybody. Right, you wants assume it. that. Right. The other thing Mick Foley is really big in is charity. So this Who's, could be. Who is that? Huh? Oh, this could be a charity. A charity deal, deal. yeah. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> who's who's she? Who is she? <laughs> the new diva charity. <laughs> Sounds like a stripper in Georgetown, Illinois. I don't understand this angle. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so it could be a charity belt. Anyway, so Becky Two Belts uh, gets in the ring. She goes eight minutes and 40 seconds and defends the first of two titles against Lacey Evans when she wins by What did you think? How did Lacey Evans look? Well, she's a tall, attractive blonde. Well, she She was good in the ring, yes. Thank you, Al. She was very good. Not very good. She, She held her own. She looked like she belonged, and uh, she succeeded in getting over. She's not liked. Um, I, I think she's got kind of a cool character where she's very classy, uh-huh. but she's not. A, she's not. A, her her big move is the, the woman's rights, where she throws a, a right hand, and it, it looks like a stiff punch. Um, looks like a good solid punch to the face. I dig it. And 
yeah, her interviews and stuff have been interesting. She's a good new character addition to the roster. Okay. Rushed rushed to a title match in her first match. Yeah, that's a, a little. That's, that's a big bump right there. Yeah. Huh. Um, but she loses appropriately, and she loses by submission. So then out outstruts uh, the queen, Charlotte Flair. Woo! We're gonna start this shit right now. She says. Woo! And uh, we'll talk about her dad in a little bit too. I I would hope. Um, yeah, that's been going back and forth. Yeah, it looks like he's now pulled from the uh, all-in event, all-in two. Because it was a little more serious than Conrad was leading yeah, on earlier. There was, there was definitely like he he's about. I, I don't blame him. Like Conrad's going to give the family rub. I mean, hell, it's family, right? Um, so that's gonna, a big blow to that though. They built a lot of shit around him, Ric Flair. Well, all right, so no taker. No taker, he's gone. Yep. So people bought tickets based on wanting to see Undertaker. Absolutely. Um, Kurt Angle got pulled. Yep. Not as big of a hit, but it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been, I think there was another cancellation. I mean, he, they have a, a tremendous amount of talent there, but the bigger draws were Taker, and then they built a lot of the shows around Ric Flair. There's a panel where Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, yeah, uh, uh, talk about their matches. I think there's a panel with the the four horsemen, and this was one of the huge selling points. It was two hundred and fifty dollars, but you could get a picture with all the four horsemen. Yep. Arn Anderson, Tully, J.J. Uh, J. Dillon, Ric Flair. You can't do that anymore. Now no Rick. And then there was Ric Flair steamboat pictures. They sold. They sold that combo as well. Jesus. Then there were the Ric Flair standalone pictures, and then you had the big event, the the marquee event of the whole show, is the roasts. Right. I don't know if you watched the first one. No. Maybe one night afterwards we'll 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 sit through it. It's it's decent. Who did they roast on that one? Bruce Pritchard. Oh yeah. And like Brutus the Barber Beefcake was there. Like he, you were you? Did you go to the roast? No, I was meeting uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, Like Brutus the Barber Beefcake was there, and I don't think he understood what a roast was. I don't think he's ever seen a roast in his life. Oh boy. It's like white people picking on me, and. you know, there, there were a couple wrestlers kind of getting agitated, especially the older guys when they were being, like, made fun of. Wait, they didn't realize that people would be making fun of all of them? I don't think so. So they thought they were only going to roast him. Right, right. Which isn't – I can see how they missed that if they had never seen a roast. And the roasters were generally, like – they weren't other wrestlers. They were comedians. Oh, yeah. So, so it was very easy for the wrestlers to no-sell. Well, you know, Pat Patterson was there, so there were a lot of, like, gay jokes. And, right. You know, uh and you know you could tell they were, there were times the wrestlers were uncomfortable because like they're, they're not used to this and they don't know who these kids are like right. joke guys. By the way, how would you like to be a comedian coming to the Ric Flair roast now having to rewrite your whole set oh, three man. days before? Jesus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or a week before. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Well, I mean, the main thing is, I mean, I, I hope the guys are right. Right. Well, it was a good night for her, his daughter, as she comes to the ring. Now she's this is uh Becky just. Just won her match. She's leaving. And out walks Charlotte, and she's like, no, we're going to do this now. And because Charlotte's the darling with the company, uh-huh. she gets her way. Yep. And uh, Becky's like, you know what? F it. Let's do it. Because that's Becky. She's like, uh-huh. you know, I, like, like defending both titles. That's just who she is. Uh-huh. She wanted to defend them both. Yep. She gets in the ring, and um, it looks like Becky Lynch is going to get her, her ass kicked. She comes back. In six minutes, 15 seconds, about the 5.30 mark, it looks like Becky might win this match. When out of nowhere comes Lacey Evans with a woman's right. Yep. Knocks her in the head. 
Charlotte comes in, rolls up, gets the pin. Uh, Charlotte, your new champion. Boom. Uh, ninth title reign for Charlotte. Yeah. Nine times. Nine times. That's a, that's a lot. But it doesn't last very long. Why is this? Because Al? Bailey wins Money in the Bank earlier in the night and now plays the stupid hugger music. And she comes running in with the with the briefcase. I think she waited a good amount of time because I was starting to wonder, like, all right, no, yeah, we're not going to cash this in. And then you have to wait for the bell to ring. She essentially, oh, after the match, Lacey Evans and uh, Charlotte are beaten down. Becky. Becky. So Bailey comes in to make the save. Right. She makes a save on a uh, thing, but she has the briefcase in hand, and she looks, and she sees Charlotte's pretty messed up, and uh, she tells the ref, ring the bell. Mm-hmm. She goes in there, and in 20 seconds, Bailey, from the bottom of the from the bottom of the barrel, from uh, hasn't had a push in uh, about two years, right, becomes your new SmackDown Women's Champion, and I like this. I like when wrestling booking looks like chess pieces. You see the strategy. Uh-huh. People are sick of Becky versus Charlotte, right? Right. They don't want to see that again. Well, you move those pieces away because Charlotte wins the title, then she loses the title to Bailey. So now there's no reason for Becky to go after Charlotte right. to get her title back. Right. It's now on Bailey. Exactly. Bailey now has a beef with Charlotte. Those two are going right. to fight. They separated the titles really well. Lacey Evans punched Becky causing her to lose the Raw title. Right. So now you have Becky wanting to get revenge, even though she just beat uh, her right, right, for the right, title. Right, right. She wants, she's going to want revenge now. So you have those two branching off. And now both shows, again, have uh, feuds going on that, that works good. for them. So there's for good the championships. Move. That's great. That was a lot of fun. That was definitely a highlight of the event, I would say. Uh, all right. What happens next? Um, oh, your baby. Uh, starts crying. Oh man, she was very sad the last night. Right now I hope you believe me there. Like I uh, believe you. You guys seem very concerned. And uh, what's that? You seem very concerned. I mean, she was. She all yeah, of you yeah, were saying yeah. she doesn't do that. And she played really hard yesterday. Yeah, like like really hard with the boys in the mud. You know, like yeah, playing like a just a champ more than she's ever played in her life. Wow. She was exhausted. She woke up this morning smiling like a son of a gun. So she got played. She, ugh, dude. Anyway, she's good. So I ended up missing all of the Roman Reigns and Elias match. I only caught part of uh, Elias's song. I did like the way that he came to the ring. I like how he he beat beat on Roman for a second, and then came to the ring. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was awesome. He well, Elias did his his work. He did his magic in the ring. He uh, played his concert, and then uh, he broke. Yeah, he broke. He I never broke figured his, out where that fucking microphone was. He broke his guitar over Roman's back backstage. Yep. So he comes in the ring and he's like, "Well, I don't have my acoustic, so I have to go electric oh, yeah, he had tonight." Electric, because he broke his acoustic he had on a Roman. Wireless, ready to go. <laughs> he does his concert, no interruption, and then he's leaving. And then from the back out comes Roman, oh, that bad. grabs him, th- throws him down the ramp. Bell rings. Ten seconds later, Roman Reigns defeats Elias with a spear-Superman punch combo for the win. This played to every character's strength. This is a good Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman always said when he had ECW, just played to everyone's strengths. If they can't wrestle, have them talk. If they can't talk, have them wrestle. You know, oh. if, if they can't wrestle, I'm fall through something. 
Yep. You know, uh, Elias, not a great wrestler, but a wonderful character. Uh-huh. He goes out and he does his character work. Roman Reigns, he's he's good at hitting these four or five moves. He's not a bad wrestler, but people just like seeing these four or five moves. Uh-huh. Goes out there, delivers those. He's the hero. He leaves. It's over. You know, it goes about five minutes. The match of the night was for the WWE Universal Championship. And in 19 minutes and 45 seconds, uh, Seth Rollins burns down AJ Styles, defending his title in a really good match. Yeah. The um, uh, After the match, AJ Styles. I enjoyed the build. I enjoyed the after match. Comes oh, back yeah. to the ring. AJ Styles has been heelish lately. Yeah. And uh, Seth holds the title above his head. And uh, AJ looks at him kind of like, yeah, okay, and offers him a hand uh, to shake. Hand accepted. Hand accepted. And uh, they shake hands after some tension, and uh, AJ leaves. He's kind of, he's kind of, looks like he might be going into that uh, battered old uh, guy on the downside character mode, you know. Uh Uh, Brett Favre with the Minnesota Vikings type deal. Okay. Yeah. You know, does he have one more in him? What's going to happen? Right, right, right. (laughs) Right, right. But fuck Brett Favre. Kofi Kingston and uh, Kevin Owens have been feuding for a while now. And uh, at 14 minutes and 10 seconds, uh, Kofi Kingston beats Kevin Owens. The match was decent. It was a little deflated because you just had a great 20-minute match. Right. Yep. But they wanted to go uh, back-to-back title matches. Yeah, they did tough. Yeah, you, you kind of want – wrestling's good about spacing. Back in the days, you'd put a woman. Well, the women's matches went back-to-back, but that was part of the story. Right, right. That was, that was the character. Right. That was a big deal. Um in the olden days, you would put that Tony Nese or a, a Davari match right there. Right. And I'm give a people surprised. a little bit of a letdown so they can come back up. But if they wanted – I like what they did there, though. They had both the championship matches back-to-back. And then the finale was the men's Money in the Bank match. Not the longest match of the night. No. Earlier in the night, a story was being told. Sami Zayn, there were what? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven – he was eight. eight. He would have been eight. There were eight characters um, in the Scheduled. match. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn being one of them. Sam. It was originally Braun Strowman. Right. Braun Strowman got beat the shit out of Sami Zayn and threw him in a trash compactor and almost killed him. Yeah. So the commissioner threw him out in the match and said, you know, you you can't be Who's in the it. the commissioner? Uh, Shane, I think, did it. I don't know. One of the, one of the authority people did it. Threw him out of the match and made it probably Shane because he's more of a heel right now and Stephanie's kind of in the background. Um, yeah. He made a, a, a match. I think I think he made a match with Sami Zayn and someone else. Whoever won it got to be the next competitor. Yeah. Sami Zayn wins. He's in the match. However, earlier in the night at Money in the Bank last night, he had been he had gotten his ass handed to him and he was out cold. Well, he was he told Triple H early in the night that he was scared. Zane did. Braun, Braun might come and attack him. He's like, no, you got to man up. Um, then later in the night, Sami Zayn is found knocked out unconscious, hanging upside down by his foot, oh, tied up guy. backstage. That poor guy. He's rushed off to the hospital. Yep. The commissioner makes it, I think it was Shane McMahon, made it clear that Braun Strowman, he confronts Braun Strowman and says, you know, why did you do this? Braun Strowman says, I didn't do it. He seems sincere. He's like, I didn't do this. And he goes, well, regardless, you're not being put in the match as his replacement. That would be wrong uh-huh. because you're most li- you're, you're most likely the, the – uh, And then they just let it go. They didn't, didn't let it up. go. They didn't bring up, all right, anybody – nobody's replacing. No. So the match begins. You have uh, Mustafa Ali, uh, Andrea, 
Baron Corbin. Some great, great wrestlers. Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, Ricochet. Lacking star power, though. Sure. Uh, Finn Balor, Randy Orton are your biggest stars there. Yes. Tremendous wrestlers. Though. That is why Orton is there. Right. Uh, with, with the exception of Baron Corbin. Tremendous wrestlers right. in this match. Right. And you have a couple powerhouses in Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and uh, Randy Orton. And then everyone else is a lightweight. Uh, Mustafa Ali, great lightweight wrestler from yeah. Chicago. There happens to be a lot of ladders around. Andre uh, Sima Almas, he uh, one of the best uh, luchadors from Mexico, yeah. now unmasked. Uh, Ricochet, top three lightweight wrestler in the world. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, has been in uh, many a Super Junior tournaments in Japan. And uh, Finn Balor, again, probably top five lightweights in the world. At one time, was the number one lightweight in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so a lot of a lot of dangerous spots, a lot of craziness. Match goes about 19 minutes. Went out of nowhere. It looks like Mustafa Ali is alone. He's got the case. Everyone else is defeated, laying yep. on the side. Mustafa Ali staring up at the at the briefcase. His moment finally realized. This former Chicago police officer or suburban Ali, home, home, home I that's, that's close. Staring up, his dreams about to be materialized. When out of nowhere, the music kicks in, and Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar come storming in the ring. Now, Mustafa Ali, his IQ may be a little low. Why didn't he just run up and grab it real he, quick? He, it was already in his hand. All he had to do was unclip it. Mm-hmm. He sits and waits for Brock Lesnar to come in the ring, climb up the ladder, throw him off, grab the title, and just laugh <laughs> at the WWE Universe. And uh, now Brock Lesnar is your money in the bank when a lot of people thought he was done. Unbelievable. Now, I've heard two rumors. My initial thought was, this is perfect. You have Brock Lesnar with his money in the bank looming over the WWE Universe all year. He can use it whenever. Is he going to use it you know, next month's pay-per-view? Right. Is he going to use it in four months from now or just when WrestleMania season's kicking in? You know, Brock Lesnar has this ability to become champion at any point. Right. And I think that's wonderful because usually he's the guy who has the title – which is frustrating because he's never around. That's right. But I don't think the guy with the money in the bank has to be around. It's just something you always have to think about. Right. Every pay-per-view, that, that thought has to cross your mind. I agree. In the main event. It's is a Brock. good thing for him to have. The other rumor, which actually seems to make a lot of sense, is um, Brock Lesnar reportedly only has one date left on his contract. Okay. Uh, so that date is being used in, in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And he just won the money in the bank. So the rumor is he's going to cash in the money in the bank, challenge Seth Rollins in the rematch for the uh, the title, and they're going to have that in Saudi Arabia, which I'm not as fond on because that just kind of burns through the money in the bank. Both money in the banks are then gone. Wait. You mean in two weeks they would do that match? Yeah. That's a hell of a way to burn the money in the bank. Yeah, right? A little disappointed. I'm I see the deflation in your uh, face and voice, and uh, I feel the same good. way when the when uh, I was listening to a wrestling journalist when he brought it up. I'm like, oh man, it makes a lot of sense, and uh, yeah, that's shitty because uh, the Saudi Arabia shows aren't that important. They shouldn't be that important. They did call the Saudi Arabia show bigger than WrestleMania. They did during the show, yeah. 
So, I mean, they, they obviously got to use that language because they're, they're basically conning uh, the Saudi Arabia government oh, they, out of uh, billions of money. You know, they're bulking right, them. Right, 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 right. They're swindling them. So that leads me to believe that they created a title strictly for that. They already have the the, the winner of the battle royal over there. The crown jewel. That green title yeah. or whatever. Um, but I think there's going to be one for the legends that they defend there. Like, that's what Taker and Brock are fighting for. I don't know. I think they're going to show them a title to have something big and shiny. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to use the real title. I don't uh, Damn. I don't think there's going to be a legends title. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You know. No. It, just, it, it would be hard to pull off. Okay. Because, you know, legends you only want to use once or twice a year. Well, you know who did it. Impact did it. Exactly. You know how well that worked. Well said. Yeah, it was a, a lot of people were upset with the show. I give it a a a, a B, B minus, C plus. I thought that uh, the the women's championship matches and Money in the Bank, perfect, awesome story, great storytelling. I enjoyed it. Um, Seth and AJ, fantastic, and I think Brock winning to me. Now, if it goes to Saudi Arabia, that changes things up a little bit, but. Brock winning it to me, I mean, that's just fun. You hate it. Everybody yeah. hates him for it, and people are bitching. Oh, they are pissed. Oh, somebody in my in my Twitter it back at me with, he threw the cameraman without a care and didn't even check on him. And my argument, Al, was he's a heel. You don't want him to go check on the cameraman out right. there in front of people. And they're, I was like, no, backstage he could do that if he if he wants. Like part of what they're doing is really playing up Brock Lesnar here, like to be that asshole because everybody has known that that's kind of you know he never shows up he's not around other guys are working hard. If you watch New Japan, uh-huh. my guy Minoru Suzuki, when he comes to the ring, you have all the young boys, mm-hmm. the young lions. Yeah, and uh, he just walks up and he punches them, or he'll just grab them and start beating the hell out of them because he's mad. He just doesn't like right. people. So, I mean, same thing. Why would you be mad at Suzuki? Now, I did hear, hear that maybe the cameraman got hurt. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, that's... No, you don't like that. He's not a trained performer, I guess, is the argument. So, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. No? No, maybe you shouldn't. I'd, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> I may now re- need to retract some of my arguments. Mm-hmm. No. My only argument was I don't want Brock to check on him there. Somebody else can check on him. Let's see here. There, there is a news story here uh, from Sports at Skeeta. I don't know if they're really all that. I don't know anything about them. Uh, Brock Lesnar's return saw him not only injuring Ali, as reported earlier, but also a WWE cameraman was injured uh, by a careless Lesnar during the latter's entrance. Yeah, he looks like he got knocked over. Okay. You know, saying the guy got hurt means like he went to the hospital, you know? What do they say? What was caught on camera, though, was Lesnar injuring a WWE cameraman during his entrance. As Lesnar ran down the ramp, he shoved the ladder placed there, which fell on a couple of WWE cameramen who were at ringside. Oh, so they got hit by a ladder. Yeah. I don't know. You see the footage here. I'll touch here. I'll, I'll give you my judge, Judy. 
Whether it's uh, egregious or if it's just job. Oh, come on. The guy might have gotten a concussion at the worst. <laughs> at the worst. Yeah, so there's ladders uh, set up down down the ramp rampway. And he pushes one over as he's running. Just, you know, it's there. Yeah. And I, I, he obviously didn't think it through. And there were there were cameramen to the right filming what was going on in the ring. And they got hit in the head with a falling ladder. Right. The big ladder. Yep. Yeah, but that's not – the guy's not like – he didn't break his neck. Right. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Me too. I'm ruling in yeah. favor of uh, it being okay. Okay, good. Glad to hear it. It seems like he's okay. Let's see. I'm looking at the big board. We talked uh... – WWE, Brock, AJ. Uh, what about Neville? Uh, Pack. Cuss baseball. Cubs baseball. Yeah, it was Cubs. We did a little of yeah. that. But what about, uh, yeah, double or nothing in, in PAC? Is it Pack? Is Pac? it Pack? Neville? He was Pac. formerly known as Neville. Yeah, he was Neville and W. Uh... He and Hangman Page's matches off. They wrestled in, in Europe, right, Al? Right. And Pac won there, and he told him after that he's not going to double or nothing with him and his elite pals. You know, it's still uh, listed on it's Wikipedia. still on Wikipedia, huh? That's a match that's going to take place. It sure feels like a work to me. Yeah, I mean, he mentioned it all by name, and he was doing a promo after. Unless he's being replaced by Dean Ambrose. That would be the other. Uh, John Moxley now. How, Dean Ambrose is now John Moxley. How could he be? Well, Adam Page might come to the ring and be like, "Look, I got no competition." You know, he 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 got ran off from WWE. He's got a bad reputation. Uh, we, I don't want to work with him anyways. And then somebody comes up, well, "Oh, bad reputation about WWE." John Moxley. It could be comes to the ring, and those two would have a decent fight. Could be there is a, there are strong rumors that John Moxley Dean Ambrose will be somehow involved in this show. Weird. Yeah. Is he the undercover Bret Hart going over? No. Because as you and I discussed, and we're we're going to jump a little bit here, but Scott Hall during the Viceland series that, that we talked about, Scott Hall said on there that he believes that Bret Hart going to WCW was a work, that he believes the screw job was a work. He was hey, involved oh. in it. Yeah, which was also my opinion. Like you officially believe – that I've always stated that I think there's more to this story than meets the eye. And I, I, I'm a pretty good detective, Clark. And there's okay. things that just don't add up. There are relationships that seemingly it made sense for everybody. Everybody wins in, with that whole situation. Yes. Bret Hart gets paid a shit ton of money, gets underused, and basically ends his career. He was never he never lived up to the money he ended up getting. Right. Uh, Vince was moving in a different direction, didn't need Bret Hart. He knew he could get himself over by becoming the bad guy in this situation, which he was already doing on TV. I, I'm watching, I started Raw, I think. Oh, he was? Oh, a year before. Okay. Bret Hart, I'm watching a Raw, I just started, I can't remember what year. It's considered one of the better years in wrestling. It's mm-hmm. just as the, uh, like Stone Cold heating up. Okay. Like it's not it's not at its peak. It's still like you kind of have the weird like yeah, yeah, doinks yeah. running around. Yeah, sure. But Bret Hart is quit. He quits, and Vince McMahon is just a commentator, and you know he's like I quit, and Vince is like I gotta go take care of this, and he leaves the broadcast booth 
leaving Jim Ross along. Now, this is a year before the screw job. Right. Remember, Brett wants to leave the company. Uh-huh. Him and his brother, you have the Hart Foundation, and he hates Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels is hot. This is all brewing. Uh-huh. This is WrestleMania. You had the, uh, I think the year prior, you had Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart in the Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. They don't like each other. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole thing. So the, this character of, uh, what's important here, the character of Vince McMahon being a heel and being the owner of a company is slowly being established throughout that year. And then that climax happens in uh, in uh, Montreal, the screw job. And then Vince McMahon is done being the broadcaster and becomes the evil owner of the company mm-hmm. and uh, ushers in the Attitude Era. Uh, it just the story just makes a lot of sense. Now everyone's secret about it. You know, Bret Hart is as traditional of a guy as it gets. He comes from a wrestling family. You yep. protect the business at all costs. Yeah. And so if he if he worked a deal out with Vince McMahon. You protect the business at all costs. Those two guys could keep the secret. You know, maybe you throw in a Pat Patterson who would never betray Vince McMahon. You know, but a handful, let's say there's five people who know. I think in that business and in that time period, even to today, you could take a blood oath that uh, this is never to be exposed. Huh. So, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I say that it's unclear. It and more than meets the end. More than more meets to the, the story. Eye. Yes. Okay. Well, all right then. How else do you feel about Double or Nothing, which uh, takes place this upcoming Saturday? Well, well in Las Vegas, I'll quickly run down matches. Here. Yeah. I don't want to spend all day on this because we don't know what's going to happen. I'm excited to see it. Me too. You know, <clears throat> um, All In was great, but now a year later, or less than a year later, I kind of forgot what happened. Me too. Like I'm not as you know, the moment passed. And now they are starting something. They are now building towards a weekly television show, and uh, they have a TV deal coming in October. This is a big deal. This is this is the start of this new generation. The birth. We we were we saw what well, we saw, Clark. Now you have two kids, so you'll understand this analogy. Two. You we saw what we saw at uh, All In was when you get the ultrasound of the baby. And okay. you see the sex of the baby, and you oh, see yeah. the baby. It before it became you what it is. You see it's alive. You know sure. it's alive. It's coming. You don't know what it is, though, yet. You're not sure what yet it is. Yeah, you don't know what kind of person it's going to be. This is the birth. Yeah. This is the birthing experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to define them as who they are. As a matter of fact, the title will be... Oh. That's are not... they establishing a title? I thought they were, but it's not. I'll be damned. I thought the tag team titles was for an AEW title, but it's actually the it's the AAA World Tag Team Title. Triple uh, A. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you have Adam Page versus Pac. We've talked about. We don't know what's happening there. If it's mm-hmm. a work or not, we're gonna find out. It's interesting. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm tuning in to see what happens there. If if Pac is just a piece of shit and yep. is not willing to do the job. And uh, he is he is a world champion of a federation, of like Japan's number two uh, wrestling federation. So he doesn't he Dragon Gate. He's the world champion of Dragon Gate. So he, he may not want to uh, devalue their title. Uh huh. He has stated that's where he wants to work. He wants to be a part of Dragon Gate and stay in Japan. So 
you know, maybe maybe it does make sense. Maybe Pac has re- legitimate reasoning, but whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you have the six-man tag team match. SoCal Uncensored, uh, Christopher Daniels, Frank Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. Great tag team, great three-man, uh, great trio. Okay, um, yeah. People like them. Uh, they're over with the fans. Mm-hmm. Versus Strong Hearts, which is uh, Seema, T-Hawk, and L. Lindemann. Uh, I don't know anything about them, but I, I would assume uh, just knowing some of the names in there, they're gonna, that's going to be a really good match. Uh, possibly the main event of the night is going to be Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega! Chris Jericho! You're a big fan. Yeah, these guys have fought a few times in Japan. No title there, of course. Nope. Bringing it, bringing it home to uh, AEW. Here's the fascinating thing with this match. Chris Jericho is the biggest star of this federation. And people will argue with me until they're blue in the face that, you know, well, it's Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is the future of AEW. Short term. He's getting kind of uh-huh. old himself. Um, he's the guy that Chris Jericho needs to. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. A... Sorry. Clark just showed me a <laughs> meme of uh, Vince McMahon. Hosted on Raw, Raw and his son-in-law uh, Triple H as the new head of AEW. They just they replaced his face. Yeah, they just uh, it's from the original. Oh, where Shane where was, Shane stepped in and bought WCW yes, out from yes. underneath his fingers, but this time it's Triple H. Sorry, I had to show you. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I think Kenny Omega is the biggest star, but Chris, uh, I'm sorry, he's the best wrestler in the company and, and who they need to build the shows around. Chris Jericho is the biggest star. Yeah. People who know nothing about AEW know Chris Jericho and are watching to see him interact with this new cast. Uh-huh. Chris Jericho most likely needs to be the world, first world champion. Kenny Omega was wonderful in New Japan as the guy chasing for the title against Okada. When That two-year journey of Kenny Omega struggling, fighting, improving his game, getting in better shape, trying different uh-huh. moves – and going hour after hour after hour in matches against Okada. And I'm not, I'm not joking. First match is 48 minutes. Second match, I think, was an hour and five. Uh, thir- third match was a time limit draw at 30 because it yes. was in a tournament. Yes. So two and a half hours against this guy in the ring. Can, can't get it done. Comes close. Comes close. Gets a damn draw. But can't get the job done. Finally, two years later, they go in at best two out of three matches, hour and 20 minutes. Kenny Omega finally climbs the mountain, wins the championship in New Japan, and that journey was incredible. As soon as he's champion, all the, all the helium's let right. out of the balloon. It just it was deflated. Yeah, that's what you talked about. And they about. didn't put great opponents against him. They didn't tell a great story with him as champion, but he didn't feel as important as Okada or as the real champion, of, and, and it didn't last long, and that was the end of it. Kenny Omega is great on the chase. He's he's the perfect guy in that role as the guy on the chase, not the champion. Chris Jericho, bigger dude, older, mean looking with his with his makeup and his, his weird character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's reinvented himself. Perfect champion. This match is gonna be very telling. I would give the win to Chris Jericho. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, women's three way match. Our very own uh, Chicago's very own Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going up against Britt Baker. 
I have a uh, toothbrush of hers over there. She is a licensed uh, dentist. Britt Baker is. Yes, she's a legit yeah. breaker. And she's. Uh, Hopefully, she's not baking with too much sugar. I believe that's Zach Ryder's that's girlfriend. Because that's bad for your teeth. That is true. If you no. bake with. Too Very much. funny, Clark. And she's Zach Ryder's girlfriend. I believe so. Oh, that's too hype. And Nyla Rose. Uh, three very talented women wrestlers, futures of the business. Um, I like Kylie Ray because she's local. Uh-huh. She's kind of the indie Bailey. Yep. There you go. Uh, other possible main event. Again, we don't even know what's ending the show. You have uh, Cody Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Runnels. The brothers. The brothers. They're both Runnels. They're both Run. Their real names are both Runnels, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Dustin, Dustin versus Cody. Dustin, of course, was gold dust in WWE. He's a, he's 105 years old. He's in his 50s. Both sons of the American dream. Both both sons of the American dream. Cody was the guy who left WWE, uh, asked for his release, made it very clear he wanted to find himself on the indies because WWE would not make him world champion. And now he's uh, one of the CEOs of this new company. Uh, it should be an emotional match. I believe... Cody and Dustin can tell a tremendous story in the ring. I do, too. I think this match could steal the show, even though they're two of the worst wrestlers on this card. And that's not saying sure. anything bad, because this card when is it comes loaded to, with great wrestling. Right. But when it comes to uh, performers in ring abilities, they, they at this point in their careers, whatever that once may have been, they're, they're, they're not near the best of this event. There's a rumor going around that when AEW kicks off in October of the TV deal, yep. the first match, you know what the first match of Nitro was? Well, you mentioned this, or did I read it? Probably both. Uh, no, I don't recall. The first match on uh, on uh, Nitro was Jushin Thunder, Thunder Liger. Oh, it was, yes. Versus Chris Benoit in a fantastic match. No, Brian Pillman. Yes, Brian Pillman in a fantastic match. There you go. Thank you. Yes, Brian Pillman. You're right. I, I knew it, but then I also knew. I got my crazies mixed up. Well, I apologize. Well, because it couldn't have happened. Why? Well, who is, what is the rumor? that? Oh, yeah, yeah, rumor yeah, right, right, right. Very good point. Your oh, detective my. work is spot on today, Clark. Thank you. Congratulations. You're right, because... The, the second part of this story would make absolutely oh, no, no sense. And we've gone to a dark place. Oh, Only no. wrestling fans understand right now. Um, so the rumor is that the new show kicks off. Jushin Thunder Liger, Liger is retiring on uh, January 6th in the Tokyo Dome. Or is it 4th? can't even remember now. That was there. Days, yeah. uh, every year, of course, Wrestle Kingdom is, mm-hmm. goes on. Yeah. He, he has said, I am retiring at Wrestle Kingdom. This will be my final match, and after 30-plus years in the business, I'm hanging up. Jushin Thunder Liger, one of the legends. So he's on his retirement tour right now. Why not bring in Jushin Thunder Liger and have him go up against one of their young up-and-coming talents by the name of Brian They did Pillman sign Brian Pillman Jr. He yeah. is signed? Yes. Oh, that's great news. I believe he is. Good. Yeah. He's definitely on the show, so that's a good sign. Yeah, I think that would be a cool, cool full around. And obviously, Chris Benoit killed his his children, right. so that that wouldn't have made sense. No. So that that was the uh, no. that was that route we went on over there. Whoops. Um, there is a twenty man casino battle royale. Um, 
I'm confused by the stipulation because the Casino Battle Royal, the Battle Royal like we saw, yeah. seemed very – it's the guys you couldn't get on the main card. And that's what they call important. it. They called it over-the-budget Battle Royal. It was funny. Oh, I, I just thought of something. I just – Okay, the, what is the this The booking one? idea just came in. So the stipulation <laughs> for the, uh, the Casino Battle Royal is the winner will get an AEW World Championship match. Oh. So that's a big stipulation. So That's not a joke, right? Right. So for their for their heavyweight title? Yeah. Which for is their number one title, which hasn't even been announced. We don't yet. even know what that is yet or who the champion would be. We just know that the winner of this is in it. And we don't know who they'd be defending against. That's not gonna be decided. And it may not even be for the first like they might have a tournament for the title and then this guy would be the next pay per view winner. He'd be the first right. first opponent right. of whoever the champion is. They got a lot of places they can go. When does the show start? In a, in the fall? Right. Okay. Uh, October. October, I've said. Any other events before October? Um, there's a Jacksonville show, I believe. Okay. Is it going to be on TV? Is I, it going to be pay-per-view no or anything? Or I would is imagine it part it's of their gonna be, story? I imagine. Or is this a house show? No, it sounded like when they originally announced the summer stuff, they said we're going to do one in Vegas and one in uh, Jacksonville. Oh, it's a home. It's a home turf. Okay. Yeah. It is like sense. a charity show. Like I know it, it's it's going to. But it's going to be part of the story. I believe so. Okay. You're, you've, so I'm on this AEW AEW message. I got to get you on this thing. It's Sweet. Uh, uh, on the Facebook group. Every question is like Indian guys going. Uh, will, will there be long matches? Uh, who will the first champion be? Why are they talking? Because they're Indian. Oh. Uh, uh, will there be blood? Why? Uh, they keep asking questions. Obviously, nobody has an answer to. Like, how will their show be formatted? Wow, interesting. It, why? Why are Why are these people wanting to know? And why, I don't know. Why does it seem to be Indians only? It is. It's a lot of Indians. I did. You catch see this name. in other uh, wrestling groups, right? I'm not. Yeah. Like, there's a heavy influence of people living in India oh, yeah. Indi- who are interested in wrestling. Wrestling's huge in India. Yeah. Yeah. We've known that. But right? they always ask, like, they ask questions like they're bots almost. Mm. Oh, maybe they are. But it just could just be broken English. I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. So I keep responding with, uh, I keep posting. Does anybody know if they will be selling popcorn in the concession stands? <laughs> It gets it gets a couple likes every time. But, That's amazing. <laughs> uh, did you have a point? That was good. I was no. about to give you my booking genius here. Yeah, go for it. All right, so the twenty-one man casino battle royal. Here are the names so far. Tell me if any of these guys. Blackjack. Are, tell me. You stop me when I say a name that should be the world champion. Okay. Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier, Brian Pillman Jr. Glacier. Glacier. The, the old guy, yeah, old timer from WCW. Oh yeah, Sunny Days, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, who of course is yeah. uh, uh, Luke Perry's kid, uh, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Queen, Lucia Soros. And one, two, three, four, five to be announced. Hmm. So, do any of those I said seem like a world champion contender? Not to me. Not to me promotion. This is a very serious event. Now, this is going to be the pre-show. You're going to be able to get this free online. Now, I can see MJF sure. or Janela in a title match for 
Ring of Honor. MJ, or MJF one was of the, the new uh, MLW. Was the new uh, pop thing. Was he? A little uh, figure this week. I, I liked him at all in. He's fun, but he's not a great wrestler. MLW, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no, I don't. None okay. of them popped off his title. So what if Dean Ambrose is one of those guys? Yes. The pre-show, which is free, so people who aren't watching the pay-per-view are going to get to see it. Your internet wrestling community gave uh, TNA so much shit for any WWE guy that came to there. They immediately put into the into the title match for the world title, always, and they gave him the belt. Yeah. What is that saying about your product if you're sure. giving the belt to them? Sure. So I think you could put him in the match for the belt, but he better not be winning it yet. No, I think you can because this is a new. This isn't. There's not established guys waiting. Yeah, but these are the stars they're building around. He yeah. left the company to come join this new federation. Did he? Allegedly. He he, he came to join this new He's federation. In Las Vegas. There you go. Did you see that? No. He's in Las Vegas. Okay. I mean, it's it seems like a pretty good sign that he will be at AEW. And why wouldn't you want to build your company as one, him as one of your top guys? Again, Clark, you got to remember, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks – have have names, but their general now people's general knowledge they're here. The rest of the roster is here. Nobody knows who the hell uh, 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 Kip Saban is. Right. Um, Adam Page, I don't think is is he, he might be here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Christopher Daniels. People may know, but not people who are tuning in for the first time. Remember, it's all about finding new audience. That right. was the secret of the war. Yeah. 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 A jungle Boy. I mean, these guys aren't things people know. Dean Ambrose is a guy people know. And if you establish him as a solid guy and you build around him, great. And eventually he puts over in MJF. Now MJF is a, is, is a real deal. People uh-huh. are watching because uh-huh. of Dean. Yeah. But they're seeing MJF. They're seeing Kenny Omega. So the most important guys in your company are absolutely Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, um, and uh, Chris Jericho. Like, those are the two foundations so it would make sense chris jericho wins the title chris jericho versus uh john moxley in in like a weird dark creepy both of them are are kind of in that hardcore mode Uh uh-huh you have a hardcore match for the title those guys i see that selling yeah that's a pay-per-view i'm ordering yep maybe kenny omega in a number one contenders match you know with another guy they're trying to establish I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of places to go with that. So I do think Dean Ambrose wins that. I think he is in that rumble. I am curious as to the other five uh, participants because this is is again, it's a serious stipulation. Yeah, it is. Uh, only only three more matches. We'll get out of here for uh, Young Bucks. This this I thought this was for the tag the AEW tag team titles. Uh, it's not. It's for the AAA promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, your champions right now are the Young Bucks, Meta Jackson and Nika Jackson. The Young Bucks uh, going against the Lucha Brothers of Penta El Zero and uh, – well, I can't do that anymore. And Phoenix. No, no. Yeah. So those are – these are four of the best in-ring performers in the world. Um, I would make this my main event because you want to establish that tag division as something serious. Uh, although they'll probably go Omega Jericho because of the name value. Uh, pre-match, Kip Savion is going to be going uh, against Sammy Guevara. Uh, 
Oh, and this the, so there's a six women tag team match featuring Aja Kong, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, uh, Emi Sakura versus Hakeru Shida, Kaino, and Ryo Mizunami. Yep. Um, these women, this is Kenny Omega's idea. Okay. He said that one of the draws of WCW was that lightweight division, the cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they brought in talent from Mexico. They taught in talent from Japan, obviously Jushin Thunder Liger. And uh, they established guys like Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, they built this division. People tuned in to see something different. Kenny Omega wants to do the same thing with Japanese women wrestling. Okay. It's a different product than what we're used to in America. It's a very more hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see very serious women doing very serious stuff in the ring and uh, with, with an intensity and a pacing. I went to a show last week, and uh, it's air conditioning. Oh. I, 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 w- I, went on a, I went to a show. I went to Ring of Honor versus New Japan in yep. Chicago Ridge, and they had a title match for the uh, – what's your smashing pumpkin friend's name? Uh, NWA, Billy, Billy uh, Corgan. NWA, Billy Corgan, the NWA title. We saw that title at All In. This was for the women's heavyweight title. And these two women, Clark, could not wrestle. Oh, no. Like, there were – the moves were like a mile away. You know, that the kind of thing where they kind of like wait for somebody to do something. There was no fluidity. Uh, this, there was bot spots. I think I've been re- reading Ring of Honor's yeah, no. female division is gone. Right. And this is the NWA. Right. Working a Ring of Honor show, which is – the damn show was too long already. You have New Japan. You have Ring of Honor, and now you're bringing NWA stuff in there. It was shit. AEW has helped to ruin their yeah. Any chance they had at a women's Britt division. Baker, Ky- Kyle, uh, Kylie Ray, Nyla Rose. That three person match is gonna be good. Those girls yeah. know how to wrestle. Yep. These Japanese women really know how to wrestle. Yeah. And I think Kenny Omega is smart to expose the audience to that. You know, I can't get you to watch Japanese wrestling, but maybe maybe this will interest you because you're gonna see a really good women's match. Hi. Uh, there's a tag team match, the best friends, Chuck Taylor and, uh, Trent Breda versus, uh, Angelico. They're stealing our gimmick, man. And and Jack Evans. They've been around a while. The best friends? Yeah. They're not Walgreens brothers, though. No, they are not Walgreens brothers. That'd be our tag team, the Walgreens brothers. I haven't been holding on my end of the bargain at Walgreens. I I went to one for the first time in months, just a couple days back. I don't, I don't get to Walgreens much. Were you my Walgreens brother or was yeah, Eric? No, it was me. I think he was the CVS guy. That's why we're Walgreens brothers. Yeah, of course. I like the I like the floors, not the carpets. It's Walgreens brothers. Sweet. Yeah, carpet's weird. Why carpet? I spent a lot of money at Walgreens. Unintentionally too. That's my that's my when I lived in the country, Walmart. Really? You might be able to testify to this. I don't know if you had a Walmart. Walmart, absolutely. Paris, Walmart. Illinois had a 24-hour Walmart. Yeah. 9,000 people in town. Yeah. You can go shopping in the middle of the night. You can buy a gun at 4 a.m. Yeah. at Paris, Illinois, if yeah. you need one, at Walmart. Yeah. So I would go in there, and I, uh-huh. I I would blow my whole paycheck at Walmart. I'd have mm-hmm. everything I needed, but I, the money just kept – you you would go to the garden section, the auto section. Uh, you know, I'd buy parts for the car I didn't even know I needed. Uh, next thing you know, it's five hundred dollars. You're at that damn checkout yeah. line. Tail light. I might need one of these. I walked in there once. And I was just going to get groceries. I walked out with a table, a magnifying lamp, 
uh, and I started to paint, air spray gun, and uh, models. Oh my! And I was going to start building models. Clark, this lasted half a week before the fucking stick and the crazy glue stuck the wheel to the top of the hood, and I couldn't get the damn thing off. And my my seats looked like they were falling apart. It was a nightmare. I was going to be the DJ who come home, do my radio show, come home and build cars. And you gave it a shot. You gave it three days. Third time in my life this has happened, Clark. I'm due for another have try. You always try to do models. I have tried multiple times. Oh, you can get back. I don't have I the think, patience. I think the age of forty. You know I don't have the patience. No, I would break it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much. I it's fucking. You put in. You put in the wheel backwards. The wheel steering wheel doesn't turn. I don't <laughs> and, know. And part of your frustration is that you just spent four hours getting this wheel ready to go into that spot. I would rather spend that time working on my fantasy football model, or maybe the podcast, or the podcast. Yeah, yeah, those two things. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I didn't even have to pimp you on it. I, I, uh, I spent very last year with the fantasy football. I put together this spreadsheet that was going to change the world. I was going to win the million. Well, it you, didn't happen. It turns out that spreadsheet was bullshit. The sophomore slumps happen. Yeah, the spreadsheet was complete. Like I didn't even. I opened it maybe twice. Yeah, the information there wasn't really all that relevant, and I wasted a lot of time. Instead of what I did the year before, I spent all my time working on that model. Remember, yeah. I'd always talk about the model. He's yeah. like, I don't understand what you're talking about. My model. Um, this year, I blew my model up. Now, I have all the history of the 17 games I played last year with the model. I know what team I put together that has the best score, and I know uh, you know the lowest score. So I'm, I'm recording all my top three scores from every week I played. And... I'm building a new model, and I'm going to run a test with, within – instead of uh, – you know, a lot of my model, obviously, is, is my knowledge, you know, looking at game matchups and stuff. Right there. I'm not going to have the ability to do that, going backlogging it. I wish I did. I wish I could go back to pro football. I wish pro football focus allowed backlogging. You know, you go back to the certain week and see the matchup. Right. That'd be um, great. But they don't do that. So uh, I maybe I could – no, you can't do that. So – I'm gonna. I'm trying to get it so my rating system is so accurate that I'm trying to increase because I could then. So I, I I fix the rating system. Yes. And now I'm gonna take my top five positional players and build teams around those. Mm-hmm. Per you know five from each, maybe ten receivers in the rating system, and see if I could get my score ten points higher than what I did that week with my old model, my okay. twenty. See, there was no 2018 model. There was a 2017 model that won me a lot of money. The 2018 model was the 2017 model Mm -hmm. with no corrections made, even though there was new data. And I'm also fine-tuning my trends. See, one of the things I did that made my model work great is I I put zero priority into trends. Trends are, um, statistically speaking, a – let me pull up a trend. Let me just – and then we'll get out of here. I, I can tell you're tired. No, oh, grab grab your trends. I wanna I wanna catch this. Let's see here. So we, I'm gonna go into trends. I should have done it on the other computer. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I have a call. <laughs> There's a call. Yeah, Hello, nine seven three. Go ahead. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. This is Lou from New Jersey. How are you? Uh, doing all right, Lou. All right. Well, 
coming down to the finals in the uh, NBA, and I think it looks like that Portland is on its last leg. Oh, boy. I was hoping Portland was going to put up more of a fight against the Warriors, but it doesn't seem likely. I mean, they're holding on right now, but I think in the end, we know what's going to happen. I was so looking, for, I was so looking forward to this being a, a better series. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's kind of a, it, it's crazy. I thought that, I thought Portland definitely had a chance to, uh, to pick up the first game at home, but they didn't get it done, Lou. Uh, yeah. Golden State comes out ahead. Uh, little brother Seth Curry put puts up a decent fight against against uh, Stefan, but who knows? I like the East. It looks like there might be a battle in the East. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, I, I knew once that Toronto was going to come home, Kwani was going to step up his game and make it more into a series. I mean, that was one great game last night. Yeah, that's good. That's For the great. most part. Uh-huh. Except uh, Kwani's, uh, you know, had a little bit of a leg injury, but he managed to um, work it off. All right, Lou, uh, quickly here, because we are wrapping up the show. Who who do you oh. think's going to win the NBA this year? Who who's the champion? Who am I putting my money on? You know, I'm still go- I'm still going to go with uh, Raptors. Wow. All right. Okay. You, I like it. I got, you heard I got one more. I got one question for you. All right. What happened? What is wrong with the Mets? How do you lose four in a row to to the Marlins? I mean, seriously. Oh. It's the pitching. So you know, it's the pitching ah. and uh, not enough long ball. That's crazy. That makes sense. That sums it up. All right, fellas, thanks. Luke, thanks for the call. All right, Luke, take care, brother. Bye. All right, so look, here, here's a trend on the uh, – this, this is it, and then we're out of here, all right? No, I know people this are is bored. Fun. No, 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 no. I'm bored. Just, the timing. So, uh, so a trend is seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Fantasy Labs has all this data. Yes. And you can put – combinations of data together and see what it gets you for example i created a trend last year when uh remember the running back started going over 10k uh-huh so i i put a trend together and i asked the question to the computer i go uh what what is you know you know uh the plus minus system right yeah what expected points versus what they what they what the trend would actually give them a plus let's say plus four would mean there's they're generally projected to score 20 points, they yeah. actually scored 24. Okay. And then gotcha. minus would be a, a deficit. Right. Very common in uh, fantasy stats. Right. Um, so I asked the question, players' salaries at running back between uh, $9,900 and 10500 Okay. Do you think they perform or do you think they underperform? Um, I, I think they perform. They they perform to a, a negative four. Yikes! With a twenty forty two percent of the time, they're going to score you under that forty two mark, and they're going to have twenty seven point seven percent ownership, an insane amount of uh, ownership. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I could go back and I could tell you every player that uh, that had it. Matt Forte, one of the few successful ones at ten grand against the Green Bay Packers in twenty fourteen. He was expected to uh, put up 26 points. He put up 11. Okay. Matt Forte, he was the first $10,000 back twice. Uh, he was expected to put up 26. He put up 26. 
Okay. Again, you're spending ten grand at this. Uh-huh. Last season, the question was, and this is why I raised it. Todd Gurley. I don't know if you remember this. Todd Gurley was at ten grand, mm-hmm. and he was playing the Los Angeles. He was he's on the Rams playing the Denver Broncos. He was expected to put up twenty four points. Yeah. He actually put up forty. Okay. So he 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 actually exceeded. He right. Broke right, the right, trend. Right. right. Uh, now there's a very little uh, pool. This also tells you the pool, and the pool is important because is it actually a trend or is it just? It's only happened seven times. Right. So it's hard to really uh, give any put a lot of validity into that. Uh-huh. Um, but you could also put in like uh, uh, here, here's one of mine for. Um, uh, let, let me go with a deeper one here. Where's my tournament fit? Okay. So this is what I look for in a tournament quarterback. Players between five thousand dollars and sixty nine hundred. Uh huh. The quarterback is a home team favorite. The player's passing yards is between uh, two hundred and twenty and three fifty on average. Uh, the player passes to the running back uh, between twelve point six and twenty eight point two percent of the time. So this has happened three hundred and eighty times players have met this this uh, curriculum when that happens they are you get a fantasy advantage of 0.2.46 points okay um so they're generally the average expected expected rate this is important now the average expected rate is, is is 18 points players within that range tend to average 18 points they okay. actually what they give or are expected to give you 18 points they actually give you 20 points all right. Which is uh, plus 2.46. Now, here's where it's important. Ownership of these players is at 5.7. So you have a lower ownership. So this is your money spot. 58.9% of the time, what I'm telling you is accurate. Hmm. So almost 60% of the time, you're going to be on the plus side of the money you spend in fantasy football. Um, okay. so, so these trends, I create these trends, and I haven't used these in the past – are built into my model now. So now I could say, you know what, I want to give a large percentage of my rating system based on these trends. And I'm breaking it down by position. Here, here's one more interesting one. Um, I shouldn't tell you because I'm, I'm going to be using this against you. Don't give this away next to anybody. Year. Don't give this away. This is, yeah, this is secret just for us. Okay, um, okay nobody, so. Nobody listened to this. Spoiler. I, I went ahead and I, I asked the computer. I said, computer. In games played where the wind speed is between 17 and 22 miles per hour, so a somewhat high wind at the wide receiver position, would you invest more or less in a receiver in a high wind situation? Oh, I would invest less. Right. Statistically speaking, it's an advantage of plus 1.4. Are you kidding me? So you get a point and a half advantage over players. uh, Not in wind. Not in wind or in less wind. And you're going to get a 3.8 ownership, so very low ownership because most people are going to be like you and not play it. Thanks. Now, they average only 10 points, and they average uh, w- with the actual statistics, you're actually getting 11 points. So it's not there's not a huge plus side, but here, here are a couple examples from last year. Um, Antonio Brown, he was expected to uh, put up 21. He put up 15, so that, that's not a good one. Matter of fact, most of these suck. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't really help a low player 
uh, yeah, interesting. You know what? There's not enough data to support this. There's only 38 issues. Um, but it does okay. statistically have – the trend is upward. We're building it now. The trend is upward if you want to jump on that. All right. So that's it. I'm done. We covered the board. Nailed it. Absolutely. We even got a Lou call. How about that? Hey, Lou, thanks for calling. Sorry we didn't have much time this week. We'll get back to it next week. All right. Is there anything left to be said? No, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. Jesus, I really wanted to end the show at Thanks eight. Thanks for the conversation. Did you? You wanted to go one hour? I did. I was I was like focused on it, and we got to eight, and I'm like, oh, I got like five and ten minutes left of shit. Yeah. And then next thing you know, here we are at uh, eight thirty. Lou calls. So, we go yeah, AEW. You know. We go ninety exactly. minutes. Yeah. We're a movie. Hey. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. 